Hi. How'd it go? <gasps> they did what? You did? I can't take any credit for that. I'm just so proud of you. You know, this is what life looks like when you're tapped into your authenticity and equally aligned with your intuition. Remember, mom always taught us to trust our guts. You're listening to Hey Big Sister with me, Meg. There's a different way to run your life and your business. One that allows you to truly connect with people on a human level. No more icky sales, no more comparisonitis, just you taking mindful, intentional, messy action to create success that you can be proud of. Let this episode be your guide. For the next few minutes, open your mind to new possibilities. And don't forget to pour me a little grease. I'm just like you, except I picked up the mic and started talking about all the things that go on in both of our heads. If this episode hits home for you, it would mean the world to me to have you leave the podcast a five-star rating and written review. Also, could you do me a favor and text the link to this episode onto three of your best friends? You know, I'm a real human behind this mic, and I actually want to connect with you. Click the show notes below to connect with me on social media. I would love if you sent me a DM with your takeaway from this episode. You are family now. Here we go. Hello and welcome back to episode 10. Today we are going to talk about why I hold the belief that done is better than perfect, how to take messy action so that you can move forward with your goals, whatever they might be. They might be work related, they might be um, for your family, whatever it is. It is um, important and it's meant to get out into the world, but sometimes we're held back by that idea that it has to look a certain way or it has to be done perfectly. The thing is that we all know that perfection is a myth. We're never getting there, right? So how do we get comfortable with doing good enough at times so that you can take aligned action towards your dreams and goals? So I just, I can't even believe that I am on episode 10 already. And I hope that you are really enjoying this journey. And I want this to continue to be an example for all of you that done is better than perfect, right? I am today recording this while my husband has one of my kids at the pool. My boys are um, playing games downstairs and I was lying down because I just got my period and was having not a lot of energy. And I said, you know, I have to get this into my podcast managers. And I had already had the idea like mapped out, but I was feeling inspired to share that and show you that the behind the scenes of having an online business or having three kids even, um, is messy and it's really busy and it is not, um, shiny and perfect like Instagram shows. And I don't think I really portray that online anywhere, but a lot of people will say to me things like, Oh, like you say it's messy, but it looks like really put together on this side. And I totally get that. And always remember, you're only looking at a snapshot of somebody's business or life on social media, even on this, like I have a podcasting company, a management company that's editing this for me, putting in the music for me. Like I'm not doing that myself. If I was, it would be really messy. Um, so I, uh, just in, on the podcasting note, like I take notes, I write things out sometimes, and sometimes I just go on what I'm inspired to talk about because 
I really hold the belief that if you have a desire, it is meant to be out in the world. If you have something you want to share, if you have thoughts or stories, it's, it's, if you feel comfortable and, and, you know, um, you want to put it out in the world, then it's meant to be there. It's going to land for somebody. It's going to inspire them or influence them or help them in some way. So for a long time, especially around writing, I would really, really hold back on, on things that I would write or put out in the world because I'm a really awful speller. I'm awful. I, I was actually in AP English as a whatever I was, junior or senior in high school. And um, so I don't even know how I got there because I was just what I thought was an awful writer. I don't think I actually was an awful writer. I was just really bad at spelling, but that made me feel like an awful writer. I was, I'm really bad at grammar. And even if you ask me like what a preposition is right now, what's an adverb, any of those things, I cannot remember. Um, it's something that never stuck in my head and just never really made sense to me. Long story, long journey later, after having a child with special needs, finding out myself that I have ADHD, most likely have dyslexia as well. Um, that That's the reason why those things were not my strength. And if I let that hold me back for the rest of my life, I would have missed out on, you know, this amazing career that I have, the amazing connections that I have made with people on social media. So I got to a certain point and, you know, I had a mentor that used to always say, um, spelling mistakes make me money. That was her, you know, affirmation to herself because if we let that, you know, quote unquote messiness hold us back, then like think of all the things that we miss out on. So how do you take action? How do you take, um, how do you make things happen when it feels like you're, you're not ready because things aren't perfect yet? So the way that I have done that is getting comfortable, a, a lot of nervous system work, right? So it's getting comfortable with your confidence and your belief in yourself that no matter what happens when you take action, you're going to be able to handle it. So when I started my business, I set it up in a way that we, you know, I needed to feel like I wasn't you know, our money as a family was not at risk. Like that made my nervous system feel comfortable. Um, and luckily with online business, there's not a lot of overhead. So I was able to not have to make a lot of investments in order to start my business. So that kind of gave me a leg up and like, I could take a risk on this because all I have is my ego, right? Like if this doesn't work out, my ego will be bruised and that's pretty much it. I'm, we're not going to lose money as a family or anything. Um, so I just started to take action. I never, I did not wait for a website. I didn't even wait for sales pages. I didn't, all I did was start putting out offers. At first it was the first like group program offer I ever did was my stress less challenge. And I charged like $33 and I had like 40 or 45 people join. And I was amazed. I was like, this is so incredibly shocking to me that so many people want to be part of this. And I proved to myself like I could do it. So I, I took a chance and there was bumps along the way. I actually had my Facebook profile shut down at that time and I had to start a new one. And 
but I figured it out, right? I figured it out. And people understood, just like I say in the beginning of this podcast, like I am a human too. I constantly show up in my humanness. I let people know like I am going to make mistakes and I'm okay with that because I am always going to try to fix them. I will always try to be open to ideas or reflection or criticism if if it's if it's you know if it's meant for me to hear or to learn from i'm willing to i'm willing to be there for that i'm willing to be in the hard discomfort of things going wrong because on the other side of that things could go so right and that's how i feel about taking messy action it is a risk. It's something that feels uncomfortable to our nervous system sometimes. But on the other side of it, just such amazing things could happen. I have seen women just take that first step. And then all of a sudden, a year later, they have a thriving, you know, therapy practice. And without that, you know, kind of just like risk to just say, like, I'm going to go for it. This is going to feel messy. I'm going to have to have difficult conversations with my current employer. I'm going to have to take, you know, they, they wouldn't be living this amazing, you know, dream that they've always had on their hearts. So that's, you know, the, the first thing really is to, to practice, push your boundaries on what is comfortable and Get your nervous system attuned to the fact and get it to the point where you feel really, really solid that if if this doesn't go exactly right, it's okay. I'm going to be able to handle it, right? I am equipped enough. I have a good support system in place. I'm going to be able to handle whatever comes my way. That is just such healing work too. It is that trust in yourself. Like if you can rely on yourself, you you can do anything. If you have your own back, if you feel confident that you can support yourself through the hard things, like you can go for any dream. The other part of taking messy action that I really needed to heal was kind of, it was releasing what other people thought about me. And that took a lot of time. It's still, it still is something that creeps up here and there, but that really came with parenthood. When I became a parent and then, you know, a year or two into our parenthood journey, realizing that my son had special needs, we had to make decisions that worked for us. And they didn't look like what I thought parenthood was going to look like. Matt will tell you, my husband, Matt will tell you that I thought that we were going to have, you know, we were going to be, you know, have preppy pictures on vacation and all wearing the matching outfits and things like that. And um, we would have a boat and all those things. That's not the life that we live. There's nothing wrong with that kind of life, but that's not the life that we live. And I realized that for a very long time in my life, I had an idea of what families looked like or were supposed to look like because I was worried about what other people would think. Like I had an expectation that I wanted to live up to, but it wasn't from my heart. It wasn't my own. It was what society and the world told me success should look like or family life should look like. So I've been a parent for almost 11 years now. So I've had a lot of practice with that. And then I also started to bring that more into focus when I put out my own business online. 
because you get a lot of people that say a lot of things to you. Um, if you are willing to be visible online and put your dreams and goals out there, you're, you're often going to have people that are going to say things about that. And in the beginning, it would sometimes shake me. It would slow me down. And it took a lot of time to correct that. And not only correct it, but to heal it. Because what I realized is that desire for acceptance, that desire to not stand out, the desire not to be visible came from an unhealed part of myself. So as I got really committed to the fact that like, I'm going to work this until it works. Like that's how I've looked at my business. I'm going to work this until it works. And I understood that because of that, there was going to come comments and there was going to come people that don't understand what I do. People that, um, the thing that, you know, stopped me for a really long time that would make me not even like, I would really hold back on some of the things that I said would say, or, um, was that people would say things about the coaching industry being a scam or, and that, that was something that really would slow me down and get in my head. And then I wouldn't be putting out offers because I'd be so in my head. Are people going to think that I'm a scam artist? Are people going to think that this is fake or, and as I started to get more and more confident in the work that I did, as I built testimonials, as I got people to say like, you know, my life has changed because of the work that we've done together. I got more and more comfortable with like, that's okay. People are going to say things. And that really is not a reflection of me or my work. And my value started coming more from within me and less from the validation that I was getting outside of myself. So as that grew and as I strengthened that and like, you know, kind of like nourished that part of myself, messy action's even easier to take now. The other, the other part of all of this too is in learning that I do have ADHD I was able to get more comfortable with that part of me that does feel really unorganized, like the executive functioning part. Um, I have lived like that my entire life. I've had a really hard time organizing, especially like physical things like my house, my room. And I've always wanted to do like, it's always been my goal to have like really, really organized or, and I realized like my brain just does not work that way. My brain doesn't, um, it feels much better when everything around me is organized, but it doesn't need that to focus or, um, and it also can't get me to that place. Like if I, it's called object permanence. Like if I cannot see something in front of me, I forget that I have it. So if you look in our fridge at, you know, at most times, like we will have some fruit, you know, hidden in the back, it never got eaten because like I couldn't see it. It has to be like right out in front of me. So I have lived my life with that, like come to terms with things are messy around me. I get comfortable in that because I've just, you know, kind of attuned myself to like, it's okay. Like my nervous system doesn't feel that off kilter if things are messy. So I can, I can put a program out without a web page because I don't, I don't even know how to, I don't even know what exactly I wanted to say on that, but just like, I have gotten more and more comfortable 
with that because my value doesn't lie in somebody looking at it and saying like, oh, she has it all together. She has this perfect web page. She has all this. That that wasn't where my energy was coming from. My energy was coming from like, I'm really inspired by this. I know that this is going to help people. So I'm just going to put it out there and it's going to land for the people that it does. Not everybody works that way, but I feel really lucky that I do because I can't, I get less held up. You know, if I'm feeling really inspired, I can just put it out there. I don't worry about the details much. I don't get caught up in it. And I really help my clients with that too, because I see so many women moving so slowly on their dreams and goals because they think it has to check off every single box. And that's just not the truth. Like it's just not the truth. You don't have to do things a certain way. You can sell an offer and it can be written on loose leaf for all. Like it just does not matter. And um, as your business grows, like you can hire people that can help and it doesn't have to be as, you know, quote unquote messy, but just make room for the possibility that it can still get done and you can release that perfection. Right now, I'm actually working with one of my clients who is a self-proclaimed type A personality, super, super, you know, um, indoctrinated in like hustle culture for her entire life. She, she will say this herself. And um, we often talk about just learning to be and how, yeah, sometimes we have a lot of chores to do around the house or we have things that we want to get done. But how can we prioritize just being and getting comfortable in your value lying in the fact that you are just inherently worthy as is? You don't have to produce, you don't have to fix, clean anything in order to prove your worth. You are worthy just by being. And that's where this kind of messy action leads to a lot of healing because you realize that you can put things out there in the world, your C plus work, right? You can put C plus work out there and it's still really valuable. And I I don't say that in the way of like, you should just like throw spaghetti at the wall and charge people like tons of money and like put no effort in. That's very different. I'm just saying like the, the outside, the package of how you're moving forward with your business, it doesn't have to be all done, buttoned up, neat and pretty. Um, the, the meat of what you're doing, you know, the support that you're providing people like, yes, we always will show up in full energy and commitment there, but it's those little things that kind of get in the way as these like um, roadblocks for people. And oftentimes it comes from a fear and usually it's a fear of success. What if this goes right? What happens then? Right. What if people see me as really successful that, you know, we, we dig into a lot of that work with, um, my clients and, and, and then you can, you can kind of like see the little ball of yarn and where it all started a lot of the times, but you have to start somewhere to then unearth what it is that might be deeper and holding you back. So please tell me how you are going to take some messy action towards your goal or your dream this week. It could be anything. It could be your business. It could be that, you know, what messy action are you going to take towards buying that 
dream summer house that you wanted? Or what messy action are you going to take to get back into the dating world? What messy action are you going to take to start finding help for your kids so you get a break? Whatever it is, let me know. I would love to just cheer you on and support you. Send me a DM on Instagram. Send me an email, whatever it is. Um, and let's just connect because again, you guys are family. You guys are, I just want to pour so much support into you. And I'm always going to be the biggest champion of messy action because messy moves make money. Have a great day. Before you go, do me a favor and leave a five-star rating and written review. The more we connect, the more the world is connected. As I love to say to all of my groups and my clients, rising tides lift all boats. See you next week.